Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. It is time for another episode of the Entrepreneur You podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Henneka Watkins-Porter. Now, I'd like to welcome you back if you have been listening over and again. And a very special welcome to you if you are tuning in for the very first time. Now, last week, I spoke with Judy Wilkins-Smith, and we spoke about emotional DNA, the clue to what's holding us back. Now, this week, I'm speaking with a featured singer for Cirque du Soleil, and in English, that's Cir the Circus of the Sun. Before I start, please let me thank those who make this podcast a success, and they continue to support the Entrepreneurial U, that's the National PC Bank of Jamaica, Profit Jump Starter, and the Jamaica Stock Exchange, whose podcast, the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You, is hosted and produced by myself. So I encourage you to give it a listen. Now, before I give a word to our sponsor, the Jamaica Stock Exchange, let me just um, apologize to you here. Um, one, if I'm sounding kind of a horse, uh, it's because, yes, I'm trying to fight the flu. And two, if you're hearing some noise, you know, background noise, that's from the neighbor uh, walking their yard. So I apologize for that. Now, here's a word from the JSC. And after that, I'll resume with an opening business tip from the National PC Bank of Jamaica. And then we get our conversation going with my guests for today. We needed to raise capital, but our experience with local financial institutions was that they were cautious and slow to act, and interest rates were far too high. We had real concerns about financing our business through outside equity investors and the possibility of interference. Could we get a fair valuation for our business? We had our own ideas about the business and its value. Should I go the traditional route of bank financing or should I try the Jamaica Stock Exchange? So we made a call and experienced transformation of our business through conversations. I'm John Mafood, CEO of Jamaican Teas, and we're listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Give us a call today at 876-967-3271 to begin your transformation through conversation. We want to see your company listed on the Jamaica Stock Exchange. Welcome back. And here's today's opening business tip, courtesy of the National PC Bank of Jamaica. Invest. Investing is necessary for every business. It includes investing in yourself, that's gaining the knowledge and skills to run your business, investing in your products and services, tools, and marketing to maintain and grow your business, investing in stocks to generate extra revenue to grow your business financially, and more. And now, ta-da, the moment we have been waiting for. So my guest on episode 290 of the Entrepreneurial You podcast is Julia Langley. Now, Julia is a featured singer for Cirque du Soleil and has performed in over 20 countries and all 50 states for 18 years. One of the things she's most passionate about 
is helping others learn how to overcome stage fright and increase their confidence in communication. Julia's transformative program, Performing for Success, helps speakers, singers, and other high-level performers make more money and become recognized for their talent worldwide by discovering the secrets to commanding confident performances. I love that. In 2019, she was hit by a Jeep while riding her bicycle, overcoming injuries that have changed her life. Three surgeries later and the diagnosis of PTSD, Julia has personal experience in starting from ground zero and facing the unknown with courage and resilience. Julia, welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, I'm so excited to be here and to have this conversation, Henneke. Thank you. And, and I'm truly, truly excited to have you as well. Now, I would love to know from you, what do you know about Jamaican culture? I know that the food is amazing. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh, I actually had one of my favorite clients I've ever worked with in my entire life was a Jamaican family mm -hmm. in South Florida. And I worked with one daughter uh, uh, to speak and actually work on her music skills. And the other one was an opera singer. She was amazing. And they were always cooking Jamaican style jerk with the spices and I ate, listen, Ooh. I could have eaten at their house every single day. <laughs> yeah, the food so, will get you every day, any day. <laughs> every single time. But the other thing was they were the loveliest people, kind, generous, warm, and inviting. And I had to be, still to this day, some, some of my dearest friends. Mm -hmm. Okay, good to know, good to know, good to know. So... Julia, I have said a lot about you um, in a little short paragraph in the intro. But yes. in your own words, just summarize your, your life experience for us. Well, I, you know, I've experienced so much good. And with that good also comes challenges. But it's those challenges that help us grow the most. And it's sometimes, well, there's a, there's a saying we have, it's darkest before the dawn. And I have to say that in those challenges is where the most growth I've ever had has happened. My accident really set me back. I, I was at the top of my game, speaking, singing all over the world, performing in front of thousands of people. And when I wasn't traveling, I was in South Florida, enjoying the tropical lifestyle, living it up. And you know how quickly things can change for you. And as I speak about my, you know, my personal challenge being hit by a Jeep, I know that there are people listening into this podcast today that have their own Jeep. And it may be in the form of grief or it may be in the form of a divorce or some kind of loss that they've experienced. But I can tell you that there's another side to that. There's a way through it. There's another side to that. And as an entrepreneur, it's just a way to grow 
to make it to the next step, to see a brighter future, to rebirth yourself, to become something new, something different, something bigger than you were before. And that's really what happened to me. I made the decision not to stay in this place of brokenness, not to let my mental health challenges at the time with panic attacks and fear overcome my ability to do what I loved. And that is standing up in front of a group of people, motivating and inspiring and entertaining. So as I stand here on the other side, I speak about resilience from a place of having experienced it and knowing what it takes to take those steps towards becoming the better version of you. Wow. And that's really what I love to talk about. Wow. I love how you say that, you know, um, persons have their own Jeep to, to, to overcome, you know, and that Jeep could be in the form of, you know, a divorce, as you mentioned, it could be in the form of, your business is failing or whatever it is, you know? And so it is about not what you are going through, but your perspective in it while you're going through it, your attitude while you're going through and your own resolve to get through and not to be conquered by fear or whatever it is that would want to hold you back. Absolutely. You speak the truth. And, and the thing about it is, is that we all have fear and some people make things look so easy. You know, we, we see social media, a lot of social media, and everything looks wonderful and glamorous, and it makes us look at our own lives and thinks we're lacking. But there is not one person on this planet that does not experience some kind of nervousness, some kind of fear, being stuck in some way, some kind of block that they have to overcome. But the good part is, is that we... We can overcome it. Mm -hmm. We can. Yeah. So you're not, yeah, you, you, you don't have to stay in that place. You know, whatever your challenges are, and like you said, in business, as an entrepreneur or personal, either way, there's a way through it and a way to the other side. Mm -hmm. Let's connect your experience, you know, being part of certain uh, Cirque what was that like for you? But first of all, tell us, you know, for those who might not know, what is that really? Well, Cirque du Soleil is, it has its roots in traditional circus, believe it or not. Um, people think of it as very modern, uh, and it is, because they managed to take something that was, was um, traditional, like Barnum and Bailey Circus, and marry it with modern music and spectacular things and sensory overload and to put it in a show that's creative and athletic at the same time. So you can see colors and athletes and fun music and dancing and singing. And, and it's really, really a vision. It, well, it's really a spectacular for the senses. That's what I like to call it, a sensory overload. Um, it wonderful experience for me. I got to work. One of the things I loved about it is that I got to work with people from all over the world, all kinds of different cultures, all kinds of different backgrounds. I can remember one particular rehearsal I was in. They were translating into five different languages as they gave instructions on the stage. It was 
it was a little bit of chaotic, I have to tell you, because you're hearing all of this going on. But at the same time, it was awe-inspiring and wonderful. And I enjoyed learning so much about the different people from all over the world that I was working with and traveling with them. So it, it really expanded my mind, not just as a performer and experience, as a business owner and a, and a speaker, of course, that, that really gave me the background I needed to go forward in my career, but also growing as an individual and learning from others who didn't grow up in the United States. They, you know, a lot of people from Eastern Europe, from Mongolia, from the islands, from Africa, from Canada, I could keep going on and on, uh, China. So it was really amazing experience for me. That sounds fantastic. And as I listen to you, I kind of want to think that we're all performers on the world stage. What can you take from being on that stage to the world? Well, you are absolutely right. Every single one of us has a voice, has a unique gift for the world. And it is our duty to let the world know what our gifts are. I mean, or you're going to be the world's best kept secret otherwise, and nobody wants to be that. (laughs) (laughs) But we are all performers on the world stage. Whether you are a teacher in a classroom, you're standing up and you're giving a presentation. That is a performance. You're an attorney in a courtroom. You have to win that case. That is a performance. It is a presentation. So often people think performing is just on the stage entertaining, and that is not the case at all. When you give a keynote speech, you are performing. So um, performing is really learning how to use our voice, learning how to evolve our communication to the next level where we can communicate our goals, what we're trying to achieve and our inspirations so that we can reach others and they can do the same. And I love, love working with people that have that mission to touch others' lives and Mm -hmm. to change the world. Right. You know, you said something earlier, Julia, which is a good place for me to segue into what I want to ask, uh, ask you next. And the fact that we all have a voice, right? But That's the truth right. is many of us are afraid and we don't have that confidence that is necessary to communicate and command, um, you know, confident performances. Let's get into the secrets of doing that, the secrets to commanding confident performances. Well, one of the things that really stands in the way is just exactly what you said. It is fear and a lack of confidence. And they're actually attached. And I want to go on to say that resilience has plays a role in this, which is why I talk about my accident and overcoming. I had my own fears after my accident. And um as we sometimes we don't even recognize how strong these fears are, because if you had asked me, I would have been like, I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) But the truth is I wasn't fine. And I had things that I had to work through. So that nervousness and that fear really gets in the way. Number one of our authenticity, because we, we want to hide who we really are. 
standing up and giving a keynote, a presentation, performance requires a certain amount of vulnerability. So you're putting yourself out there and there's a fear of judgment. What I have found that is one of the biggest fears is that people are afraid of being judged harshly. They are afraid of making a mistake. They are afraid of failing, not achieving their goals. I mean, these are real valid things that we face every single time we open ourselves up in a way that is that we're communicating or we're using our voice. So it's learning how to work through those fears. And I definitely, I, I work very closely with my clients on this in particular. And there's a, a, just a tip I'll give you today. One of, the, one of the things that I like to have my clients do is particularly when they're facing these fears is to look, to start at the end, to visualize. I love the word visualize in <laughs> your mind's eye. Uh -huh. Because when you visualize, you can make it anything you want it to be. Okay, the walls come down and you start to think about an ending to a presentation. What do you want it to be? Do you want to make sales? Do you want to inspire? Do you want your audience to stand up and give you a standing ovation and scream your name? What are you looking for? You, need, you have to start with visualizing what it is that you want to achieve when you stand up on a stage. And then you work backwards from there. So there's a certain amount of reverse engineering that goes into it. But this is a great place to start when we're looking at overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. Well, let's go into some of those reverse engineering, what that may look like for someone. You know, someone is listening and say, you know, I want to hear practically. I, I have this fear. How do I conquer this fear? Yes, I see in my mind's eye that I want to, you know, get the standing ovation and all of that. But take us back. Let's see how, how we can get there. Well, there's a couple of things. Actually, there's there's a few things that you can do. Um, well, it starts with the visualization, because if you can't see a positive outcome, then you're certainly not going to take any steps toward that outcome because it's going to uh, paralyze you. So once you have visualized that, that's just the beginning. The next thing you do is you have to take baby steps towards that goal. Now, that can come in ways of preparation. Um, it can come in ways of getting a coach. I always say ask for help because one thing, one thing we're looking at here is we don't know what we don't know. I like to say that because we don't recognize things that we're doing when we're standing up on stage. We don't know that we're going back and have this nervous energy. Sometimes we don't know that our hands are doing odd things because we're so into that particular moment. So definitely um, every coach needs a coach. So I highly recommend that even, even let's say you don't go and get a coach, at least at the very least have someone that you trust that can watch you and that can talk to you about it and can pull those things out. So that's a, that's a good step for you right there. Now, when you're doing that, you have to practice too. And I'm going to say that this is one of the most important things about overcoming fear. I've run across this a lot with singers who say, yeah, I know the song. But the truth is they don't really know the song. They, 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 sort of know it. 
Same goes with the speaker. Yeah, yeah, I know my speech. But then when they're put in a situation where they're faced with nervousness, with people looking at them, with technology going wrong, the mic's not working, all of these things, and then all of a sudden they lose their words. They don't know what they're going to say. And this is called a lack of really properly preparing, even though they thought they properly prepared. So having said that, the best thing you can do to get better at performing, at speaking, presenting, is to do it. Now, I'm not suggesting that you walk out on a stage with 5,000 people as being your first, <laughs> your first endeavor, okay? <laughs> I'm starting, start small. Start with people you trust. Start with a group of two or three. Build as you go, because if you start small and you start taking those small steps, you build your confidence. Because if you're successful with a small thing, then you're going to start to see that you can do bigger things. And as you grow with that, you're going to your confidence is also going to grow and you're going to step into even bigger things. But you can't take on for a singer, you can't take on Broadway if you're not willing to step out on a stage in community theater and learn. So you have to start somewhere. And I see it so many times where pe people wind up with regrets in their lives because just taking that first step is so, so difficult because they're afraid of not being successful or making a mistake. I am here to tell you today that you will make a mistake but it's okay. <laughs> I've made so many mistakes in my life, but you grow and you learn and that's how you become a master. I hope that answers your question, Henneke. It actually has answered the question. And what I'm hearing you say is, you know, amidst all of the, 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 the insights that you've given, start small and so on. At yes. the root of everything that, you know, we want to pursue, it seemed to lie this terrible emotion called fear, you know, um, fear yes. seems to be the root of why we don't get started on many things, you know, a new career, um, that business, uh, a new venture, that investment idea, right? Fear seems to be the root of that. No. How can we not eliminate, because I believe every human is going to face that emotion, but how can we navigate fear to, to make that next step? I, I think that's great, the word you used, navigate. Let me first say that fear, there, fear comes for a reason in our lives. And some fear is not all bad because it it makes us take a pause and look at things and make sure we're safe. That's really what fear is for. But when fear becomes a problem, it's that it's when it stops us from doing the things that we know that we have the gifts to do. And I, I in my own experience, I know that fear has made me hesitate because I don't know where to start. Sometimes you just have to start and as you get into it, then you're going to grow. Now, I know that sounds, just do it, <laughs> kind of like what Nike says. 
but I'm not being callous when I'm saying that. And I'm going to give you an example why. When I first got into the music, when I first started singing professionally, I um, got an agent, and or at least I was trying to get an agent. Well, I sent them this videotape and that was still back in the day when VC, you know, we had the, the VCR, we were still watching VCR videotapes, right? I'm aging myself now. So <laughs> I said a, a VCR tape or uh, to an agent of me singing the star spangled banner. Now to someone not in the music business that might seem like, well, that's not so bad. But the truth is, is I'm was trying to sell a show. Like I have my own show, one woman show I do all over the US. Well, and actually internationally, I've done it in Canada as well. Well, I'm sending an agent, me singing the Star Spangled Banner at a charity event. And he's like, yeah, nice voice, but you know, what can you do? And I'm like, just give me a shot. Please just give me a shot. <laughs> So fast forward, you know, seven years later, he and I are on the phone laughing about the first thing I sent and how really ridiculous <laughs> this, this videotape was <laughs> and how I could even get, possibly get a job based off of that. But you know what? He saw something there. He took a chance on me. And not everybody's willing to take a chance on you, but you just keep pushing. This is where resilience comes in. You keep pushing because you have to, you believe that you have something there and you find someone that's willing to listen to you and you take your shot. And he gave me a chance and it was, he booked small shows. He didn't book huge shows, but he gave me a shot and that jump started my, basically my professional singing career. It's taking those small steps, but being willing to hear someone say no. And that's where that resilience comes in because it's not easy. It's not easy for somebody to tell you no, and it's not easy for somebody to say, hey, go back and redo it. But again, this is where we learn. This is where we grow. And thank goodness I have moved beyond just singing the Star Spangled Banner. Hey, it's great. <laughs> but... <laughs> I have grown. I have grown so much since those days. But had I not just taken that chance, I wouldn't be where I am today. Julia, earlier on in our conversation, you did allude to the fact that you've made some mistakes. If you share with our listeners one of those standout mistakes for you and what you learned from it. Well, I, I, I think I've touched on it actually a little bit already because I feel like the mistakes that I've made are directly associated with fear. Um, not being assertive enough, I believe that's one of the biggest mistakes is not believing in myself enough at times to stand up and use my voice in the way that I need to use it. That, that is the biggest thing reaching out to those agents that were booking those really big shows when you know that you clearly have the ability, you have the talent, you have the expertise, but yet something holds you back. And that's my, my fear. And I think the other thing is that I can remember early in my career by being completely intimidated by people. 
And I, I'm an introvert, believe it or not. I do talk a lot. <laughs> but, um, I am an introvert and I can remember wanting to run from people that I, when I would see them, because this was when I was younger, because I wouldn't know what to say. And I was always afraid that they were going to think I was stupid or dumb or not like weird. That was really the best word to use. I was gonna think they were going to think I'm weird. Well, I am a little weird. But I've come to terms with that. And it's okay because that's what makes me special. But it took me a while to work through that. And I think I look back now and I do see missed opportunities in my career because of me not having enough faith in myself to really uh, work through it at the time. And maybe it's maturity. I am a woman of faith, so I, I do believe that things come to us in time, but I also believe there's a certain amount of free will involved and that we can move the process along a little bit if only we are open to those opportunities. So summing it up, I would say it would be the missed opportunities by either just procrastinating or not believing in myself enough to reach out. Hmm. I urge you not to do that. I urge you. It sounds almost like what, um, you know, as a woman of faith, you would say, uh, Paul, I urge you, <laughs> brothers and sisters, <laughs> I beseech you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm with you right there. With you right there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So um, I'm just going to, at this point, Julia, ask you for your final thoughts, and then you can go ahead and share your contact details, how we might reach you, you know, my listeners might reach you, and a giveaway um, that you want them to connect with you um, for. Absolutely. Well, my final thoughts on this are your voice is your superpower. You have the choice to use that superpower in a way that changes the world, that changes your own life, or you have a choice to hide. And again, telling you here how important it is the world needs your uniqueness. It needs to hear what you have to say. It needs your keynotes. It needs your inspirations, your motivation, and your gifts. There are people out there that need your services. I know that there are going to be coaches listening in here. And I want to say, think about the cost of not giving a good keynote or presentation or performance. I mean, what is that costing you in dollars and cents? And what is that costing you in reaching other people? So you have a choice. You can go out there. You can, you can get those top-tier clients. You can become recognized for your expertise worldwide. But you've got to put in the work and you've got to be willing to be open and learn. Be a beginner in your mind so you can be a master. And it's just within your reach. Be a beginner in your mind so that you can be a master. I like it because you've got to start somewhere. That's exactly right. And, you know, a lot of people think, well, I can speak. But there's a difference between being a speaker and being a, a mover and shaker, a disruptor. So keep that in mind. Put your best foot forward and to give those commanding, confident, 
keynotes that you're capable of doing, performances that you're capable of giving. It's there within you. So there is my motivation to put the, for today. I'm urging each and every one of you to really think about what you have to share with the world and stepping out there and doing it, not letting fear hold you back. And Henneke, I appreciate you having me on today. And my gift, I've got a couple of things. First of all, I want to make an offer to anyone that would love to contact me. I'll give you my, I'm on Linktree, actually. I have a Linktree link, and it's my name, Julia Langley. You can find me there. And you can book a call with me. We'll do a 30-minute call. That's a that's a $300 value, 30-minute free, free call, complimentary to talk about your roadmap to overcome fear and learning how to give those commanding, confident performances. And if you do book that call with me, then I have a freebie to give you of things not to do to be a great speaker. And for the first five that actually booked the call, I'm going to gift you my uh, number one best-selling book called To Speak, Lead, and Impact. So that's a little special gift just today for your people. <laughs> for those that are listening today, we made number one status in 12 categories, bestseller, and we launched in September. So um, I'm very, very proud of that. And it is a business book of inspiration and motivation. And I know that you will come away with it blessed with some wonderful ideas of how to move forward in your own business. So I urge you to book that call with me. I'd love to get to know you more and let us establish a roadmap to command and confident performances for you. Oh, thank you, Julia. That's very generous. I'll be you. Well, I'm happy to do it. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. I'm proud of the book. And I'm very excited to say that we were number one in public speaking. And that's my, of course, my specialty. So I was very, very happy about that as well. So mm -hmm. it's a great book. Yeah, I talk about a lot of motivation, a lot of inspiration and resilience is a big theme in there as well. Awesome. Awesome. Julia Langley. Wow. 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 What an inspiration you are. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, for sharing your insight, your experiences, you know, even the, the mishaps that you've had and so on, uh, the mistakes you've made. I'm sure we can all learn from them. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been an honor to be here with you today, Henneke. I, I really appreciate you having me on, and I've loved the conversation. Awesome. And let me go quickly into a podcast review, then I'm going to share today's money tips. Uh, this review comes from Mia Hewitt out of the USA, and it says, if you are an entrepreneur or leader looking for how to a higher impact but want to save time, money, energy and efforts by getting the cheat codes on how to do it faster, better and more efficiently, then this podcast is for you. Thank you so much, Mio. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and to provide your review. Now, here's today's money tip brought to you by Profit Jump Starter, and it says investing is not gambling. One of the biggest mistakes that outside, uh, outsiders make is thinking that all investing is gambling or speculation. 
and not so savvy investor can treat it like such and will fail. Avoid making investment decisions based on short-term market movements, predictions, rumors, and gossip. You need to do your homework. You need to think about every investment you make as you personally investing as an owner of that company. Thank you so much, Profit Jumpstarter. And I want to say thank you to all of you that have tuned in today, that has tuned in today to listen to this episode with Julia Langley. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What's your standout moment, right? I've had many. I'd love to hear from you as well as to what it was. Send me a feedback at hennikawatkissporter at gmail.com or on social media at hennikawatkissporter. And remember to follow this podcast on all your favorite, on your favorite podcast app or connect with me for all things podcasting at hennikawatkissporter.com. And I close today with, according to the scriptures, I will give you thanks in the great assembly. Among the throngs, I will praise you. Psalm 35, verse 18. What good 